Welcome everybody into the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. The BC assessments are out for property owners in the province of BC and I thought we should deep dive on a little bit about the uh, assessment. Hey everyone, before we dive into the podcast, I want to take a quick second to thank everybody for the listen. I appreciate your ears and attention on this very podcast, and I want you to know that your support fuels the engine behind this podcast. And in saying that, I would love, love, love to hear from you. If you find this podcast educational or entertaining, hopefully a bit of both, but if you do, please leave a review and a rating on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews give me the biggest high five, and they also help other homeowners, savvy investors, or anyone looking to navigate through the Kamloops real estate market. My name is Parker Bennett, and I've spent the last 20 years helping people through the process of their largest single investment they may ever make, their home. From building inspector to real estate agent, I've chalked up a number of great experiences and strategies for everything related to the home buying experience. This podcast is dedicated to anything and everything around the Kamloops real estate market. Welcome to the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. So now I know that most homeowners right now have, have a, uh, received their BC assessments. Uh, Kamloops as a whole, on average, BC assessments have nosedived 2%. That doesn't mean that every property owner's uh, assessment has gone down. I know personally, uh, I have a, a several properties and they've all gone up minuscule amounts. But I thought on today's episode, we would explore what it is, what it is BC assessment uh, why we get it and how important is it to buyers, sellers, and real estate agents. So let's start by defining uh, what our BC assessment is. Uh, the BC assessment is a market evaluation that is taken from a specific snapshot in time uh, for the purpose of rating each property owner's amount of taxation. Okay, I, I hope that's a good definition. So I'm going to break that down a little bit. The market evaluation that BC assessment takes is significantly different than what a real estate agent would call a market evaluation. And we're going to get that get into that a little bit more later as we dive through the process of how they come up with their numbers. But the two points I want to make clear on this is that the market evaluation is different than a real estate agent's market evaluation. And also its market evaluation is taken from a specific snapshot in time, which is July 1st, the date your tax assessment is due uh, for each municipality in the province of BC is significantly important because that's the date that they've said your house is worth. So for instance, we just received our tax assessments um, in the mail here probably in the last two to three weeks. Um, and that snapshot of time is taken from July 1st, 2023. So you'll be paying taxes in July 1st of 2024 based on your evaluation that was done one year prior. So each tax jurisdiction is going to get your property assessment and then calculate your tax proportionate to the value of your home. And there's an asterisk there because there are certain properties that are defined differently. For instance, farm farms have different statuses and they, and they have different rates for how they calculate taxes for particular items. Okay, and we'll maybe get in a little bit more of that later. 
Why do we have BC assessment? Okay. So during the budget process, each city uh, comes up with a budget at some point in time. Not exactly sure when Kamloops does theirs, but their council will approve this amount of money required to operate the municipality. And then from that amount, they're going to subtract any grants that may be coming in federally. Okay. And then the remainder is the money that needs to be raised in order to operate the city effectively. Okay. So they're going to take the money needed to operate the city. They're going to divide that by the total tax, tax assessment amount. So all the property owners in Kamloops, all their assessments combined, they're going to take the money needed. They're going to divide it by how much money um, is assessed. And they're going to multiply that by a thousand. Okay. And that comes out to be what's defined as the mill rate. And then you pay the mill rate times your property assessment amount divided by a thousand equals your tax bill. Okay. And then there's different mill rates for different subcomponents of your tax. So if you look at your tax notice, it's going to break down uh, different mill rates for different particulars that you have to pay tax on. For instance, there is a mill rate that's based on operating the city of Kamloops. That's probably going to be in any jurisdiction you're in, that's going to be the highest mill rate relative to uh, any of the other costs that are going to be associated with your taxes. The smallest one is going to be the BC assessment tax mill rate because you got to pay uh, BC assessment a small minute part of your uh, value of your property. There's a hospital mill rate. Um, in Kamloops, we have a TNRD mill rate because the TNRD services are so close to our area that we, I don't think they generate enough money. So we offset that as city of Kamloops homeowners, property owners. And then we have a school tax mill rate, which is based on the province in a whole. So basically you have all these different tax authorities that generate how much money they need and who's going to pay that proportion of tax. And then they come up with the mill rate for each one of those things. Your property assessment is going to multiply by each one of those mill rates, divide by a thousand, and that's your tax bill uh, for each one of those items. And talking to homeowners, there's a lot of discussion around what your property is worth. Assuming that your property goes up in value relative every year, um, and that's not always the case, but for the most part, over a five-year period, your 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 property assessment's going to be going up, okay? It has forever and a time, and it will continue for the rest of time without minor glitches. Considering that that number, that, that property assessment number, goes up every year, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to pay more in taxes. The big defining question in that is what does the city need to generate for money? Or what does the hospital need to generate for money? What does the school systems of BC need to generate for money? Because once they come up with that number, they're going to come up with the mill rate, which is going to have a far larger proportionate to your tax bill than your property assessment. Because if the mill rate is 1.15 and your uh, property assessed is a million dollars, okay? If your property assessment went up a million fifty dollars, it's not going to change the overall taxation amount as much as it would is if the mill rate went from 1.1 to 1.15. 
it'd be a greater amount of money that you would incur in your property taxes. The other factor to consider when you're paying taxes is if your assessment goes up and your neighbor's assessment goes up and everybody's goes up by a particular amount, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to pay more in taxes because if the budget for the year stays the same or went down, you're going to pay less taxes. You can't define how much taxes you're going to pay based on your property assessment. It's just, it has been the case that a higher assessment is going to generate more taxes. For the most part, it's because the budgets continually get bigger with our municipalities. I think if you're trying to save taxes on your property assessment, you need to be fighting the municipality's budgets because I'm pretty sure there's less people trying to iron out what the city's spending their money on as opposed to what their property assessment comes in. So why do we need BC assessment? Well, BC assessment was established in 1973. And if you want city services, schools, hospitals, etc., um, then you need some funding and you need some cash to pay for those services. Prior to 1973, um, the Real Estate Services Act was uh, passed, I think, back in 1860. And prior to 1973, you just basically paid 1% of your property value. And from that, that amount of money that they generated through that taxation was then proportioned to each one of the services that were being utilized and they didn't really have the ability to come up with a budget. They just had to budget based off what money they got. So completely different system. Um, but now looking at it from a real estate perspective, why is it important to know what the BC assessment is when we're trying to evaluate properties? So I think the first thing to consider is when you're purchasing a property and you're trying to come up whether or not uh, the the listing price is accurate or if it's fair market price. And we look at the BC assessment, we find that there's inconsistencies with what maybe a listing price or what the selling price or, um, or what the market value truly is for that particular property. I think the value in looking at the assessment is to define what your taxation will be proportionate when you purchase that property. But the, the hiccup is, is that when you're purchasing a property, you have to make a real uh, sensible evaluation about how BC assessment comes up with their number so not to lean on that number too much. And I'll give you two major examples of why this is important. Okay, one, if you're purchasing a property um, today in our market, Kamloops real estate market today, and you're valuing the BC assessment number, That number came from a point in time, July 1st, 2023, and is not defined as being accurate for the market conditions today. Like you can't give a BC assessment a number, a single point in time number, and assume that that's going to be good for an entire year. I have a graph that came right off the BC assessment website, and it shows how the market has uh, changed over the last four years of data, Okay. So if we look at July 1st, 2022, that's when the market was evaluated for last year's tax assessments, okay? And if we look back to the first quarter of July, 2022, the market was inflated from the assessment number by 5%. And if we fast forward uh, back to the fall 
of that same year. So in the fourth, sorry, the third quarter of 2022, the market was down 8% from the taxation date of July 1st. So in that entire year, the market had fluctuated 13%, and yet the tax assessment number was done on this given point in time, July 1st. Now, I challenge the idea that there would be like an assessment process that would be able to define a market evaluation given one point in time. That would be like saying, getting your house appraised in December and then saying, I want you to backdate that assessment right up until July 1st. It'd be very difficult to do the entire province uh, in one fail swoop by giving it a dated version of its market assessment. So that's why I challenged the, the word market evaluation. BC assessment defines their market evaluation as a, uh, a, a, a collaboration of a number of things. And one of the things that they do use is um, sale prices in, in relative markets. So if you're selling a home in Sahali and there's other homes that have sold Sahali recently, then they're kind of giving you um, some, some evaluation based on what that trend looks like. However, it's very difficult for a, for an assessment of that size and scale to be able to define what market conditions are in a specific point in time. Like I can tell you, for example, right now, if you're purchasing a property on a ski hill, um, you're probably going to have more demand than you would on July 1st, just because there's going to be more traffic going through a ski hill like Sun Peaks, et cetera. And there's just going to be more spontaneous demand at that particular time, as opposed to July 1st, the demand would be down. But nowhere in the definition, in BC Assessment's definition of their market assessments, do they include the word supply and demand. Didn't include it in there. The other major consideration would be the interior of your home. Um, BC Assessment supposedly does evaluations on properties throughout the province throughout the year, um, and they don't really necessarily step foot on your property. Now, I have heard stories of um, homeowners telling me that, you know, a BC assessment authority had showed up on their front door and they wanted to take a tour of their house. But I would say that is less than common in, in our area. If I look at my own personal residence, even the picture on the front of my BC assessment is older than 14 years old. So I'm not so sure they've even stepped foot in my neighborhood in the last 14 years, let alone in my house. The other consideration would be to think about how important is a BC assessment on your listing price, given the fact that BC assessment has no clue what your flooring is, what your furnace age is, do you have a hot water tank that's leaking, um, does your roof leak, have you updated your bathrooms, what's the efficiency of your windows. I mean, these considerations are not a part of that process. I can tell you for certain they're not taking the same lever- leverageable approach that a an appraiser would take prior to a sale when they come through your property and define the sale price, uh, def- define the market value given that point in time. I mean, there's other factors as well too. Like, I mean, I think about major permits. If there was an addition put on your house, BC assessment would see that. If you pulled a permit to do an electrical you know, a minor electrical fixture change, they're not seeing that permit. So they don't really know what's going on in that house. And it would be fair to say that they don't really have a 
finger on the pulse, you know, approach to the market conditions, as well as they have no clue what's going on within your house, condition of your home, how you treat the home, the curb appeal of the interior of your home, in some cases, the curb appeal of the exterior of your home, you know, lots and lots of factors that would manipulate the price and market evaluation that a real estate agent would give you. Um, they just don't have that same approach to their process. Now, as any good podcast, I got some data for you, so I'm not going to get too deep into this because the market data that I have that I've looked at does not consistently give you consistent data. So um, if I look at Aberdeen single-family detached homes that have sold in the month of December 2023, Uh, Aberdeen houses sold for 13% higher than the assessed value on average. And now in that same sentence, if I back up those dates by uh, a few months and I get more house sales, more data on house sales, I can see like a Westerdale house that sold for 143,000 under assessment. I can see a house on Howe Road that sold for 52,000 under assessment. I can see another one uh, that sold uh, $10,000 under assessment. I'm looking at one that's got $92,000 under assessment. I mean, there's, there's not a consistent rhyme or reason, but I would say if I had to generalize the data for this particular moment in time, remembering that the July 1st was the snapshot of our current assessments, as the market changes throughout the year, that might get better or worse. You know, it could, could slop around that that number, um, I would say that in this current market, we're seeing a trend of probably closer to the majority of houses selling above assessed values, at least for our current market conditions, and probably somewhere between five and 10%. If I had to generalize, if I look at Sun Peaks, uh, this is a, a swale of one here. Sun Peaks single family detached homes selling 35% higher than our 20 23 BC assessments. So that's a, it's a big, big number, but all that means is it's not a real super scientific method for evaluating your home. And and I would encourage you to go on the BC assessment website and take a look at some of their tools and, and indicators, because if you read this, you'll soon understand how it can't be all that perfect uh, of a science, but yet it is the tool that we use. And it's probably the best tool that's on the slate right now. Um, there is a way if you've gotten your BC assessments recently, you can um, challenge your assessment numbers. I would make a cautionary note to these uh, individuals that maybe want to challenge their BC assessment. If you feel that your BC assessment is too high and you would like to see that number come down, you can challenge the uh, BC assessment in that process. But if you're thinking that you would like to sell your house one day, it's always better to have a higher assessment number um, because it still sways people's ideas of the market value of that home. So I would encourage you to weigh out what the difference in tax proportion to your particular property would be if you did have your um, market evaluation of your home. Let's say let's say it came down 10000 bucks or 15000 bucks. I would challenge the idea that you would save anything more than 10 bucks on your taxes. There is another number in that tax equation that we we can't quite get. When you get your tax notice, 
You'll see the mill rates broken down. You'll see your particular properties of market evaluation. But we don't get to see what the true uh, total is of all the property assessments in our area. So that number would help us to define whether or not we could then forecast whether or not we got a $10,000 or a $15,000 reduction in our property assessment, what that would look like on relative to the mill rate, relative to how much property taxes I'm going to be paying. I'm sure there's a way you could come up with that number. Um, and maybe that's a number that you get when you call BC assessment. I have no idea. I did not attempt to try that. But I just thought some of this information is good to note. I don't think everybody has a true full understanding on how the assessment authority works. Um, maybe you're better informed now. I don't know. Maybe less informed. It depends on how I uh, articulated that information. But uh, regardless, uh, I, to sum up this BC assessment discussion, if you were thinking about selling your house, if you were looking at purchasing a property, uh, the BC assessment number has a small consideration to play in that uh, overall evaluation, but it is not to be relied on for market data and price of listing or price of purchase. I think it's up to the hiring a real estate agent that understands how that assessment works and being able to use that information in the midst of a whole bunch of other market data to come up with a proper analysis of what that that property is either worth or what it should sell for or what it should be listed for or the numbers of various reasons that you would want to get a number on your property. In saying all that, you have till the end of January to dispute your property assessments. Um, But if you do, make sure that you have a bundle of data with you because I've had a recent client try to dispute their property assessment and it was denied. You are going to need a compelling amount of data to back up your story.